Hey, what's going on, guys? I hope you're all taking care. My name is Cody, and for this episode of The Stutterer, I wanted to talk about something that is really personal to me, what I have strongly believed for a very long time, what I've kind of learned over these years in my progress as a contractor turned into a freelancer, building a potential consulting company um, beginning on Fiverr, which will expand and has already started to boom and has shown massive growth simply because of from the experience I've had working for different companies without without any ties to them dictating my own life, how I do things, learning to mix confidence with modesty, knowing your limits, and knowing who you can be in a world where nobody can have that say but you. You are the deciding factor of how far you can go. You are what you believe, what you think about, and it only stops when you say so. And the reason I feel so strongly about this, with the fire about every aspect of what we live for and our purpose and existence, everything we do each and every day is all about money. Everything is about making making a living. It's an investment. It is a constantly flowing world where every action you make with cash or or without the old saying, Tempest Fugit, time is your money. What you've spent your time on invests to the future and builds. But to do that effectively, you have to know what you are, who you are, what you want, what you believe in, and why you want to do it and what future you can build from those, those principles. And we live in a world, in the United States now, we live in a constructed and somewhat synthetic world where being real is something you don't do. You don't go beyond the path that everybody else is traveling. You must follow. You must listen. You must follow the test. You cannot make mistakes. You must follow exactly as you are told or commanded. and You will not disobey. If you do, you will fail the grade. You will fail your class. You'll fail college. You'll fail high school. You must stay stay in line. And that is one of the biggest flaws of our education system. It, it's why it dulls all potential in each and every one of us. We are all put on this earth for a reason. We all have our gifts. We're all meant for something. And each of us have something to contribute. But what these school systems do and control is molding that toward their image of their world. Somebody is always in control if you aren't. If you aren't in control, somebody else is telling you what to do and you are walking right into their image that they're trying to make. Because every government, every person in power is a born tyrant. Eventually they will become drunk with that power and if they continue to build that, the world they will create is only to serve them and never you. And we live in a world where the school systems are driven by the government, by federal laws, all designed to make you submissive, a worker, and to not know that you can think for yourself. Nobody can tell you that except you. You have the power in your hands, but they know the danger of realizing that. 
So they try to hide that from you and make you think that life is successful if you obey. But it is further from the truth. Individualism is something that any government would fear because then it gives you agency over your life. They don't want you to know that you can. Kind of like, um, kind of cliched, but everybody uses the matrix as an example where we're, we're in a constructed and digitized world where everybody has their purpose, they're a program in this system. And the minute you realize you're not supposed to be there, then the whole system comes after you. You're not supposed to know. You're not supposed to believe in yourself. You're not supposed to be able to, to fight for yourself. And it's all about the psyche. It's all about the philosophy and the reasoning behind each and every action you make. And the reason this may take a few episodes, because this kind of div this divulges many subjects. It's not so much about the hard facts about when most people would say that, oh, this is how you make money. It's not about that. It's about the 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 philosophy, the psychology of why. Once you know why, then everything else becomes easy because you know, because you have your backing, your foundation. It never starts without belief. You have to have something you're fighting for and others will see that because you're unrelenting. You don't stop no matter what. And that's because you believe in it and they will start to see that and they believe in it too. Um, we live right now in the current state of things. It's It doesn't have to be stated that we're living in, in a time of crisis. It's falling apart and um, into chaos, but there is a definitive reason for that. It's because people are losing their purpose and reason for existence and understanding why they're here in the first place. And that is the core of what makes a leader and someone who can decide for themselves. And that is knowing what part you're going to play in this story. Will you be the hero or the one who simply watched and followed playing no role when you could be the difference. There's so many people in this world now who will not do anything because it's both a mix of a loss of belief and also the school systems designing you to believe that you cannot step, step out of line. Because in the most prosperous country in the world, compared to any, any nation on earth, People would wonder why there's so few wealthy and, and everyone else is the worker. And it all just takes one, one decision. We all have dreams that we start with as a child. We look to the stars, we look to the sky, and we're bright-eyed and dreaming of the world we can make for ourselves and who we can be. And somewhere down the line, that dies. And you're told to not... to to not indulge it, but the question is why? Life is not complicated. It is simply being born into this world, given a chance to make a difference in any way you want. And, we're, and that is why in the Bible, Christ says that children are the greatest of these because their hearts are not tainted, they're pure, they're innocent, and they see the light. They understand it in a childlike simplicity where the darkness of the world has not touched them yet. Where it hasn't darkened their hearts, hasn't blinded them. And there's so many people who submit to that darkness, who become tired 
and break and they simply submit. But the reason, but if, if, if a person, a society, a people believes in something, then nothing can break that perseverance, but no one has their reason. They never think about it. They never comprehend that instead of following, you can be the one to drive. And no one can tell you to do that until you decide that you want better for yourself. It's maintaining those dreams of looking to the stars, just imagining the life you can have, the the home you can have, the family you can have, all the money you want, but not so much about the money as much as what you tied it up in. It's where that money, it's the foundation of what that money built. If it's only just empty cash that simply got you somewhere, there's no single point where you just win. Life is always progressing. You're building somewhere. So if you get to that point where you have all the money you want, then you stop and think to yourself, but where's the heart? Where's the soul, right? You, people work these jobs and hustle simply thinking, oh, one day they'll be rich and they can retire. But retirement is not, it's, it's not a realistic goal. And the reason I say that is because we all want to wake up and do something. We all want to have a heart and a fire for something. Not, and the, to me, the greatest mixture is when you can succeed without compromising what you believed in. And people respect that and believe in it. And they see that you never stopped. No matter what anybody said, no matter what anybody told you, you continued on believing in your purpose and your goal until you achieved that dream. Business is more than just the construct. It's what it started as, why, why it started. And the single most important aspect of that is service to the people. And in a cold, cruel world, most people would think, why would I ever do that, take all the cash for myself and get away with it? Well, there's a reason for that. You can have all the fulfillment in the world when you have tied up success with something that leaves a legacy on this earth. Because anybody can have money, but you will die and that money will fade away and fall into someone else's pocket. But what they can never trade, they can never take from you, is if you did all of that, but used it as a way to lift you up to achieve a goal that nobody else could even comprehend because they never had the heart to. It's changing the world for the better and giving people hope again that life isn't just about greed, about a cold, brutal existence. It's about how you can lift each other up and make this life greater. And money isn't so much chasing after as much as simply a way to bring you to that goal. It's not about the money. It's about the reason why. And that's where the perseverance and relentless um, what would you call it? Relentless belief in what you're doing and having others follow it because it's not just about the success, it's about what you're doing. It's why so many people despise these larger corporations now is because what this what started as something with a soul has died into 
simply seeing how much they can amass now. And every billionaire and millionaire one day will die. And if all you lived for was yourself, people will just shrug and say, well, I guess that was another one who bites the dust. And really, in essence, that's why in my head, I always kept this idea. I loved TV and video games, but not for the reason, because as a stutterer, the reason I was always, so I've always been heavy in ideals, beliefs, and kind of dreaming of a, of a better world because it was kind of tied into the way I got over my stuttering was it felt like I was always freezing and I kind of had to force myself mentally to get past my words. And in that, it kind of translated to the, to the rest of my life in that I never quit on what I want. Even if I can become down and depressed sometimes or anxious or scared, that idea never fades from my mind because I'm so certain of getting past it that I will do it. And the reason I was interested in story, well, books too, because I grew up in the early 2000s when they would have us go to library days and have us do book reviews and on, on fictional books, just read anything you want. And I loved stories, not just for mindless entertainment, but it had to have something that reflected onto you something you could could embody and for the for as long as i can remember i was always picky about that about the, the movies i watched tv i watched the video games that i played it wasn't about so much of the media itself as much as what i wanted to take away from it to build you up to affect your psyche to to form you and i was always aware of that because of um, my stuttering, it gave me a very strong sense of emotional intelligence because your brain is a muscle. Your body can be trained. And you have to be very picky on what you consume from your eyes and your mouth. You have, just like a diet, you have to know what you are consuming. And that was really the only reason I enjoyed video games so much is because I wanted to imagine myself in that role. And one of my favorite things was Star Wars for the reason that I loved the idea of the Jedi because I was always obsessed with biblical history, world history, that really people want to hear a good story. They don't care about anything else except that, really. I mean, you could make some progress with your business or some scientific achievement, but none of that matters as much as a, as the heart, something that makes them feel warm and hopeful. And really in essence, that's when I realized it's, I mean, we're all in the middle of our own story. You can write your own destiny. You can be who you want to be. And one mistake people make is then falling to the level of those who have wronged us believing that becoming just like them will fix things, but war breeds war. You'll continue to create violence if you bring violence. So the only, the only necessary action then is to become the good in this world, not to become dark. Even how, no matter how much you hate this or that or despise it, 
you will continue to drive it down a, a destructive path unless you decide that you want to be greater. And that's that's actually difficult. It's actually braver to be be better than it is just to fall to their level because nobody else really goes down that path. It's this ego fest of believing that you should take what's yours and and you shouldn't have pride and and soulless simply in yourself but in the end it makes you just like the people you hated in the first place people remember someone who turned the tide they remember the light on the hill they follow leaders who want to change the world for the better and not simply for themselves because they believe in the mission of changing people's lives and especially right now when people don't know what they believe in And I'm and to roll this all back, that's why I've always had a personal disdain toward the school system because it teaches you that you should not believe in something. You should only follow and obey. And with these tests and the and the exam system, you are told to get the answers exactly right. And if you get one wrong, that is a condemnation. That cannot be changed, but it's in the reverse. Life does not work that way. You build your success off of your failures. The failure is the foundation that you walk upon. It's your, it's your stepping stones for the reason that you fall, you learn, you get up, and you're one step better. You fall, you learn, you're, you're one step better. It's an exponential. You continue to grow, but what the school system teaches you is that you're supposed to study all the answers and crossing your fingers at the right. And then if you get them wrong, then that's it. You're done. But it should be in the reverse. You take the test, see all that you've gotten wrong. And then the rest of that class is about telling you why that was wrong and educating you on each part that you didn't know. Because life, people take life too seriously in, in a sense where it's, like, what do you have, like, the tests make you feel like, what's the big deal? I want to learn. I want to be able to absorb all of this knowledge. I want to be able to indulge in life. Why is it so stressful simply to learn about this or that? And tests make you think that if you get one thing wrong and you aren't, like, you have to study it yourself. If you aren't told the answer, then it's... um like then that can end your entire grade and it's just it just makes you think isn't the point of life to fall laugh get up again and just stop trying so hard in a sense because life is too short you could die tomorrow and you just think to yourself how have i lived like like i was meant to live not to suffer not to cry or feel like the world's ending it's like life has always been pain we live in a world of sin of darkness of mortality and we have enough of that why can't we show this world a little bit of good and that's the question i've always had is just life is about being able to Take it slow, take it easy in a sense of if you're going to grow, you need to be in an in, in environment 
where they will tell you that failure is okay. That's exactly what you're supposed to do because you didn't know it before. Now let me teach you how to do it. And we don't see that. And I always had a sense for that because of my stuttering and how frustrated I was with myself. The last thing I wanted was somebody else to tell me that I was doing worse. I grew defiant, not openly, but in my heart, I was like, I'm better than this. I know what I know. I know I'm smart. I know I'm, I'm strong. Why are you telling me that I'm not simply because of a test grade? This is just a number on a piece of paper. Now let's retake the test again now that I've studied it and, and I've learned. Let's do it again. Let's perfect this grade. It's just, there's an ideal sense of life and you can't, that's, that's the other talk that I should have at one point about psychology is that you can't breed growth through critique and chastising someone. You, you have them grow when they make a mistake and they, because we all have these thoughts going through our heads and what people do is they continue to nail those thoughts down where you mess up and you feel embarrassed, you feel confused, you feel like you're a failure. And then you come home and those, those, and your family, friends, or whoever else say, like say the exact same thoughts you've already said, like just saying, Oh, you should have studied. You should have studied harder. Wow. This is so bad. And it's just, you don't bring progress by doing so. You, you, for example, some of the most impactful things you can do are not what you say. It's how you make them feel, which I always say, giving them a hug whole and telling them that you did good. You did everything you could. And when you validate them and give them that feeling that they're not constricted, that they, it gives them this feeling that they're flying in a sense, like all of a sudden they're not attacking you. You feel like you're safe and you can be yourself. And that is where the real you can flourish. But the school system and our society teaches you to not do that, to not show your weaknesses. But our weaknesses make you who you are. Your strength is only the result of your weaknesses. Because as it says in scripture, when I am weak, then I am strong. Because when you're weak, you start to see the good in this world and in the dark, the light comes out. You can't see the light if it's always bright. And that's why the most effective leaders and the most effective people on this earth are the ones who saw suffering, who know what it's like and can reach out to the world and have that story to share with them to say that I am with you. So let's do this together. Saying that I don't care who you are, where you came from. If you believe in this mission that we can do better, then come with me. And that's exactly what Christ did. He never went to the Pharisees who were technically the most religious and the most quote unquote perfect in the Jewish society. He chastised them and said, you're all hypocrites because you're not doing it for the heart. You're doing it just because you feel like it fluffs up your own ego and you have all of society in your hand. When really you should have been reaching out to the poor, the sick, the prostitutes, the 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 criminals, the thieves, the people that society said weren't worthy because they know what it's like to desire something better. 
it's the people who've been through the worst who can become the best because that desire for something real to come out, that's when it shows because they're craving it. They're wanting it. And that's where we are now where the world is falling and social media doesn't have the excitement. It does TVs kind of stale now because they give it all to you at once. Nobody cares anymore. Uh, video games don't matter anymore. Nobody feels like anything is exciting. And they're looking for that next next hit. Like if I could say it that way, where they want, where it's not about the product anymore. It's about why am I here? Why am I existing? And I can tell you that school jobs and all of it is just in, it's just a tool that's not who you are. Unless that job is what you built and, and it's because it's a part of your mission. It's the only way you can live properly is if you decided that you want it. And some people like to live comfortably. They like to just work a job and come home to their family and live that way. And that's perfectly fine because you're living, the, you're living life the way you want. But I'm telling you, you have gifts that nobody else on this earth has. Are you letting them shine? And that's the question that I have to, that, that I have to ask people. That's the heart of entrepreneurship, actually. It's not about a secret. If something fits into who you are and what your skill set can do, you hammer down on that. You continue to build because you know it can do good. You know it can do something. And it doesn't matter what it is as long as you decided that you could do it. But I also have to hark on, on the fact that life right now has enough of business products, consumerism. We're living in a time now where we're reaching a, a revival stage. Every point in history ha, ha, has one. People can't change it. There, there's, there's a cycle with each generation where at some point it just becomes stale and dead. And I'm excited for what's to come, no matter how dark it can seem, because life works in irony. When good comes, the dark will come. When the dark comes, then the good will come. It's a cycle because it teaches you the meaning of life. You can't, because peace, in a sense, is a prison. When you know peace for too long, you become complacent and you don't learn to fight for what you believe in. And life, therefore, becomes meaningless again. And really, struggle is what makes victory worth it. Your failures make it worth it when you finally win. And school doesn't teach you that. They teach you if you make any mistakes at all, then you're condemned and you've made a grave mistake that you can't fix. But that's ridiculous. Life is about shaking it off, doing it again. No one's going to close it off from you. If you want to learn, go back to it. If you messed up, go back to it. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Just persevere. Life is short. Life, that's the main point that I also, that also keep on Remembering that life is short. You could spend six years working up to a degree in college, and then right before you graduate, you die. So you, so, so you think, well, then what was it all worth? I wasted all that time when I had all those years to live. It's about tying your life together in a way where it ties your passion with success, where profit and a true impact come hand in hand. That's the most successful vision to me. 
is if you did something that affects the world in a better way that leaves a legacy while at the same time it was financially successful. That is the most perfect route that you could possibly imagine. And that's why I feel no matter how much money you get, it won't matter unless it means something. And what that is, that's up to you. But I'm telling you right now, we're living in a world where chaos continues to breed more and more because nobody knows what they want or what they believe in and they're craving for a leader. They're craving for hope. They're craving for God. They're wanting a savior. They're wanting hope again. And the government, businesses, money, people can't give you that. First, it starts in believing in yourself and then also believing that you are wanted, that you are unique, and nobody can replace the gifts that you have. And you have to realize it now before it's too late because life is short. We don't have tomorrow. Every day is a gift. And if you don't realize those dreams with each step, like, and you don't have to rush, it's all, it's all baby steps, one step at a time. And if you can realize that, then you will finally see those visions come to life. Thank you for listening. And I have one verse to leave with you from Mark 9, 23. When Jesus said, everything is possible for the one who believes. If you believe and you can do it, then anything is possible. Thank you all. And thank you all for the support. And I will talk to you soon.